Nobody likes to pay taxes, least of all the wealthy. Today we're going to talk about five ways you can save on your tax bill and keep more of your hard-earned money. Welcome to Label on Fire with Label Sternbach, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams as fast as possible with as little stress as possible. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Label on Fire. Hello, and joining us on this episode of Libel on Fire is the Libel Sternbach. He's Amazon's best-selling author of Living with Financial Anxiety and also Authenticity. Libel, welcome back. And I'm just wondering, why is it that it seems that the top 1% pay the least amount in taxes? Clearly, I'm not in the top 1%. So the two things. One, the top 1%, they pay, you know, Dollar-wise, they pay the most in taxes. Percentage-wise, they pay the least in taxes. And the reason for it, the reason for it is because our tax code is set up to incentivize certain behaviors. And the affluent, right, really people who are in the top 5% of earners, they have discretion with their income, right? When you are, when you make barely enough money to cover your expenses, or you're living to paycheck, you don't have a lot of flexibility in terms of what you can do with your money or how you can earn your money. But when you start having extra money, when you start having more than your necessities, then you start to have a choice of how you earn your money. And it doesn't take much Google searching. It doesn't take much of listening to the wealthy talk about money for you to realize one thing. Earning money, earning a paycheck is the most expensive way to make money, right? That it gets taxed at the highest highest rates. It is the most labor intensive. You get the least return on your investment. It is the thing that we got to do when we don't have any other ability to earn money. But the second that anyone really develops ability to earn money elsewhere or other ways, they take it. And our tax code is designed to is a, designed to incentivize that behavior because it is good for our country. When you work and you put you put a hard day's labor in, an honest day's wage, you get paid an honest day's wage, but that honest day's wage just goes to you, right? You pay your rent, you buy your food. It doesn't really circulate in the economy a lot. What we'd much rather have as a country is we'd want you to not put in a hard day's work, but figure out how to hire 100 people, hire, figure out how to build some widget that you sell to other countries that they pay money so that we can get the wealth of other nations into our economy. And our tax code is the core of our economic engine that facilitates that transfer of wealth from other nations to us. And from within our economy, within our nation, it facilitates the movement of money to the areas and sectors of the economy that we want to grow. So when we think about why do the 1% pay the least amount in taxes, it's because they are using the tax code to their advantage. They're earning their money in the most tax efficient ways possible. They are spending it on, in the areas that our economy, that our country wants us to spend money, right? So for instance, Elon Musk, right? He built Tesla, makes more money selling tax credits than they do selling cars. 
I think the, for 2020, they sold $5 billion worth of cars and $50 billion worth of tax credits. Wow. Yeah, it is a significant amount, a portion of their revenue comes from selling these tax credits. And that's true across the board. When you look at the tax, at the wealthy, right, they go into these industries that are up and coming. And it's not just because there's great returns on investments when you go into a new field. It's also because there's tax incentives to do it. They own real estate because it's tax advantageous to own real estate. They own green energy companies and oil companies and coal mines and all of these different companies because there are tax incentives to own those companies, to run those companies, to generate your income that way, as well as giving charity, right? There's incentives to giving charity. And all these behaviors, it's codified in the tax code. It changes every few years what they, what Congress wants you to do. But the 1% understand that taxes is a game. It's a treasure map. And the more that you look to the treasure map to tell you what to do with your money, the, least, the less you're going to pay on your taxes. So we as investors, we as individuals, once we meet our necessities, we need to look at our money and we need to say, what is the most tax efficient way of accumulating our wealth of uh, when it comes time to retirement and we need to take our wealth and we need to turn that into income what is the most tax efficient way to do that and if we do not do that work of thinking through these decisions congress is going to do it for us and they're going to default to the decision that is most beneficial for them and so when you ask the question why do the one percent pay the least in taxes in taxes it is because they are an active participant in our tax code. They are an active participant in deciding how they earn money and how they pay taxes. And it is something that everyone has the ability to do, assuming that you're meeting your necessities. Interesting. We're talking with Libel Sternbach. For those who don't have that capacity, Libel, to hire 100 people, what's left for us to do to participate in this society? So the what I want you to think about it, I talk about this on my website. I got a guide called How to Pay Zero Taxes in Retirement, which I walk through, and I've got a class and a webinar that goes through the same concepts. But the concept I want you to think about is I want you to think about taxes as a ladder, right? And what you have is at the bottom rung of this ladder, you've got the least efficient money, right? It's, it's you're, you've got one leg up over being dead broke, right? Think about wages, right? It doesn't really do much. It doesn't do much for the economy. It doesn't do much for you. And you pay the most amount of taxes on it. Next up, you have things like tax deferred, right? So your retirement accounts, right? You don't pay taxes on it right away. You get an immediate incentive, right? So it reduces your taxable income. So it's actually doing something for you, right? And by saving money for retirement, you're number one, you're reducing your tax liability today. So that's great and you're saving for your future and you're saving it on a higher account balance. So that's great. Right now there are people are gonna say, no, you should always save for Roth. A conversation for another time, whether tax deferred or tax-free savings is the way to go. But for now, I want you to think of that middle level as things where you have some kind of tax efficiency built in. And then the final level is what I call the tax me when I choose bucket. Uh, and this level is what I think of being the most tax efficient. When we're talking about wages, you don't get to decide when you get taxed, right? You get taxed when you earn it. 
when you save money for retirement, Congress decides when you get taxed on that because you got RMDs, those require minimum distributions that you have to take out of your retirement accounts, which, you know, whether it's age 73 or age 75 now, at some point you're going to have to take that money out. And even if you take that money out earlier, you're going to have to pay taxes on it as if it's ordinary income. So it isn't the most efficient. It's better than wages, but it's still you're going to you're going to pay a high tax bill on it. The final level is the tax me when I choose and that's the most efficient because you get to choose when and how you get taxed. And it's very possible that you can pay zero taxes on it on that money in there. And it is one of the secrets of the wealthy. So if you notice, and you can look at Elon Musk because he's he's flamboyant about this, but the wealthy very rarely sell their stocks. They very rarely sell things to generate income. Instead, what they do is they borrow against their assets and debt in this country is not taxed. And so they will borrow against their assets and use that to fund their lifestyle. Now, at some point, they're going to have to pay off that debt. Uh, and at some point, there's going to be a tax bill due for that, but they can defer that for a very long time. And it's in all likelihood, that if they play their cards right in terms of investing and how they manage things, they can offset a lot of that tax liability, both now and in the future. And so when it when we talk about the wealthy, it's the reason why they pay less in taxes is because they concentrate their wealth in that top level of the tax bracket of the tax efficiency ladder, where they get to choose when and how they get taxed, and they can defer their tax liability to years when it's advantageous to them. Donald Trump was actually, he's in the news on a regular basis about this, about the fact that he has managed to get tax refunds from the government, <laughs> despite generating millions of dollars from his businesses, because he's able to use the tax code so efficiently. And so we as regular people, we have the ability to do it. We have the ability to do it on perhaps a limited basis, but doing things, whether it's investing in tax-efficient investments, whether it's about doing things like Roth conversions in years where it's advantageous, you lose your job and you're looking for a new job, that's probably a great year to do a Roth conversion because your tax, your, your tax liability that year is going to be really low. So there are lots of opportunities. You just need to be on the lookout for you because the IRS is not going to come to you and say, hey, you have all these opportunities to save money on your taxes. You have all these opportunities to accumulate wealth. Nobody is going to come and tell you that these opportunities exist except for yourself. You're going to have to go out there and you're going to have to find them or hire for yourself a great financial advisor who is aware of these opportunities and not every advisor is. You mentioned the Roth conversion being a really excellent way to save money on taxes. So if somebody's trying, they're starting, they're considering taking advantage of these tactics you've just outlined, what's the best way to get them started? So number one, do your research and understand what these tactics are. My website is filled with articles, filled with podcasts, filled with training and guides on these different strategies where I go into depth on it. Number two, book an appointment with me, right? I'm more than happy to talk with people as, as availability is on my calendar or shoot me an email. Love hearing from you guys. Post a question on my Facebook page, but ask. That, that number one is ask, right? And then number two is when you see something and you think, hey, that's a cool idea that I think applies to me, speak to a financial advisor, speak to your accountant and get their opinion. And then 
don't just take their word for it. Get a second opinion, right? Because some people will be overly aggressive. Some people will be overly conservative. But you want to see, get all sides and then make a decision for yourself. Because the number one thing that the top 1% have that distinguishes them from everyone else is they have a bias towards action. They will take, they will, they make decisions quicker than everyone else and they take action where everyone else is thinking. So the biggest thing that you can do to earn wealth for yourself and to help save money on taxes and do these things is to just take action, do your research and then take, make a decision based on the information you have and then continually tweak that decision to your comfort and as you learn and grow. Every time we get together and have an opportunity to chat like this, Libel, I learned so much. And this is one of those I spoke with Maya Angelou years ago. And she says, when you have an epiphany, that's when you turn a glass over. And I think I've turned over two glasses today. That website again is yieldsforyou.com. Yieldsforyou.com. All right. Really insightful, as I just mentioned. And everyone, join us next time as we talk about how to leverage the tax code, and you've heard a lot about that today, how to leverage the tax code to stretch your retirement savings and ensure that you don't run out of money. Thanks for being with us. If you would like to see how the Yields for You team can help you get off the Wall Street roller coaster and save you money on taxes so you can live the life of your dreams, book an appointment online at yieldsforyou.com. That's yieldsforyou.com or call 410-914-4894. That's 410-914-4894. Yields for You is a registered investment advisor in the state of New York and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Content should not be viewed as legal or tax advice. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.